The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken. And I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Death is one thing that we all share. That was the point of the ashes as Lent began. We all heard it together on Ash Wednesday. Remember, you are dust and to dust you shall return. Jesus never got any ashes, but he was always on the way to death too. That point was made early when the wise men not only brought him gold for a king and frankincense for God, but also myrrh and embalming oil, the ancient oil of death. The point was made again when Jesus went to the temple for the first time and the prophet Simeon told his mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary, that Jesus' life and death would pierce her soul. And then the point was made again at his baptism in the Jordan River when his heavenly Father named him my beloved Son. But the Holy Spirit also anointed him as Israel's suffering servant, as the Messiah who must die for the life of the world. So this is the primary point of Lent, that Jesus was born to die for us, to die for us just outside Jerusalem as the sacrifice and atonement for our sins. That means the Pharisees are not doing us any favors today when they ask Jesus to go die somewhere else. Whenever anybody tells Jesus to run the other way, it is not from kindness. It means that something diabolical is going on again. We got the scent of something rotten two weeks ago when Peter asked Jesus to cancel his exodus to Jerusalem and stay up on the mountain of transfiguration forever. Last week it was Satan who tried to keep Jesus from going up to Jerusalem with a range of temptations from gluttony to power to pride. The very same temptations that pushed Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden. And this week, more subtle perhaps, but just as dangerous, is the feigned concern of the Pharisees. Turn around and go back the other way, they say to Jesus. 
because confronting King Herod is just not worth it. There is no good reason for you to go up to Jerusalem and die. But there is, replies Jesus. It is all good, and it is easy as one, two, three. First, says Jesus, I cast out demons. And second, I cure the sick. And third, on the third day I myself am perfected. And on the third day, I will finish my work and reach my goal. And this is Jesus' goal. Like a sponge, Jesus sops up evil and illness all along his way, absorbing anything that wounds us and kills us. And then he takes it all to a cross outside Jerusalem and as our scapegoat, an innocent, dying for the guilty, dying for us, he atones for every sin, and then he dies, taking every evil and illness with him into his tomb. And when on the third day he rises, they do not. On the third day he is perfected, he is risen from the dead. He is still holy and he is still innocent. And he pursues his goal of resurrecting you and me too. You and I completely forgiven and utterly free and tugged along with him on his, holy, on his holy way if only we will have it. I realize that there is a bit of jargon in that explanation. So if it seems too technical or theological, try this. Beyond the cross, beyond our baptism, like the baptism you just witnessed. Every day of our life is a choice between Herod and Jesus. Herod is a fox, clever and dangerous and unpredictable, and given to suspicion and lust and greed, completely self-interested and self-serving. And he happily solves his problems with power imposed on others as pain and perhaps even murder. Herod is our world today. Herod is a fox. But Jesus is a chicken, a mother hen to be precise, whose way is love and whose touch does good for others whose only interest is to gather and protect the little and the lost and the last and the least and even the dead, the weak and the wounded and the ill. His interest is to embrace sinners and then to die for them and then to raise them up so they flourish. If Herod is the world, then Jesus is heaven. And for us, really, Jesus is heaven on earth. Jesus is love, right here and right now. 
So every day of your life is this text, a choice of whom to follow. There is Herod, who lived as well as a man can live, in power and pleasure, indulging himself to death. And there is Jesus, who lived as a servant, in perfect obedience to his Heavenly Father, until one day outside Jerusalem, when the earthly powers struck him down as a nothing, his Father raised him up as everything, to his own right hand, in heaven, where Jesus now waits to come again in glory. Fortunately, we do not need to wait until Judgment Day to hear the happy song of his return. In just a moment, we will sing it in the Sanctus. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And we will welcome our Savior to this altar, just as he was welcomed to Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. With every liturgy, his exodus brings his cross and his resurrection right here for you to his altar in his Holy Supper. It is the world's very best news that Jesus will not be deterred, that Jesus is not afraid of us and our sins, and that Jesus stays the course to perfection, that he hides in this bread and in this wine and then gives himself to us to forgive us and gather us and protect us. And someday, when there are no more Lents, when there are only Easter's, when every day is the third day, our work will be done, and we, like Christ, will be perfected. And it will be his exodus to the cross and to this altar that saved us. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.